Want to get started with travel hacking but don't know where to begin? Overwhelmed by the amount of credit cards on the market and don't know what to choose? Today we continue our summer school series on travel hacking, breaking down the best travel credit cards to start building your wallet. Welcome to the Travel More Podcast. Each episode, we share custom itineraries, travel hacks, expert advice, and even stories of our past travel failures to help you level up your travel. I'm Shelly, a lover of plans, itineraries, and cheap flights. I'm an expert deal finder with one eye always on the budget. And I'm Bruce, the improviser, ready to pick up where plans fail to turn letdowns into unexpected trip favorites. We're here to bust through barriers that stop you from making your travel dreams a reality. So book that flight, buy the tickets, and say hello to your next adventure. This is the Travel More Podcast. Welcome back to the Travel More Podcast. Welcome back. The very first thing we want to say is congrats to Wendy for winning our summer giveaway. Woohoo, congrats. She's over there at the Travel More Podcast newsletter, which you should be too, because we have all kinds of really fun things coming up. Yeah, don't sleep pipeline. on free stuff. No, Come on, free join stuff our list. is the best. In fact, that's all what we're talking about today is how <laughs> to get more of it. How do we get free stuff? How do we travel for free? Yeah, mm. that's really, that's what everyone wants to know, right? For sure, but travel hacking can be complicated. So that's why today we're going to break it down into like the four main ecosystems and kind of show you where we would start. Like if we were going to start over in travel hacking and you want to pick kind of one brand to focus on to get those flexible points. And if you remember back from our lingo episode, the flexible currency or flexible points means that you can spend it on many different brands. You can either transfer it in or you can erase purchases, but it's not just for one brand like, say, a Hilton card or a Hyatt card would be. Right, you're not locked into one category, and it's also not just cash back. Yes, exactly. That's a good point. Um, And we're going to talk more about those types of cards later. They're just not this episode. So to start you off, you want to have a flexible currency card, and those are going to come from four different banks. You're going to choose one of them. four main players here. Right. Four main players for your main card. (laughs) Capital One, which is our favorite. Definitely. We'll go back to why, but Capital One's our favorite. Then we have Chase, close second. Amex is brand new for us. And then Citibank, which we haven't jumped into just yet, but we'll tell you how to if it uh, piques your interest. So let's start with Capital One since it's our favorite. So Capital One is definitely our favorite. And my favorite too, because, you know, I think it was my first card. And you never forget your first. Yeah. And, you know, it's what got us into travel hacking in the first place. Yeah, for sure. We kind of just fell into it, honestly. Couldn't afford the flight to Germany. Saw that we could get a free flight through Capital One, and we're like, this is too good to be true. And then it wasn't. <laughs> we, we flew to Germany for free, and we've done a lot since then. So I think that, you know, just getting that first redemption can be the key to kind of seeing that this really does work. It's not just like some weird scam people are talking yeah, about. Yeah, definitely. And I think another reason I like Capital One, and it's probably a great place if you're new to this or even new to credit cards, is just because of the ease mm-hmm. of uh value and redemption you can get from it yeah my dad is a great example of that right so he just uses it as the purchase eraser he doesn't do any transfer partners or anything and he's still able to do things like come and see us he went and saw a friend that he hasn't seen in 30 years he went to europe for the first time like these are life-changing type trips yeah and all of that within what a year or two yeah and all of those flights were covered from purchases he would have already spent right and that's the important thing to know so If you're going to set up yours as a Capital One wallet, we would suggest that you start with the Venture or the Venture X card, 
we started with Adventure. My dad has Adventure, but now we've graduated to the Venture X. It gives us more perks and more value. Um, and if you want to see how we break down value versus fringe benefits, you can check out the um, link in the show notes. I have a whole article about kind of that idea. Um, but I don't want to get too much into the weeds in this episode, so I'll just let you dig a little deeper if you're into that. Um, the link will be there. But we're going to start with the Capital One Venture or Venture X, and it gets two times the purchases. Yeah, that's the thing about it. It's it's very easy to use. It's two times the points on any category of purchase. Right. So you don't have to worry about keeping track of like, oh, I need to spend this on gas or on groceries. Mm-hmm. So it's a really great intro main player card for travel hacking. Super easy. And then once you've gotten the intro bonus, which don't forget intro bonuses, you'll definitely want to grab Do those. Do not sleep on that intro yeah. bonus. Um, then and you feel pretty confident. You've got your Capital One. You're feeling good. You could add a second Capital One. Um, which would be the Capital One Saver card. And this one gives you four times on dining and streaming and three times on groceries. Right. So this is getting to the next level. Yeah. And usually you don't you don't want to do this until you feel ready and confident that you've kind of got the first one down. You've got your intro bonus. Yeah. And this would just look like you have them both in your wallet. And for every purchase, you use your Capital One Venture unless it's a streaming service, dining, or groceries. Because those are the categories you get more points on with the Saver card. And then you pull all them together and you can use them all in the travel space. Right. So, so it's just easy. a way it's just a way to accelerate the rate that you can get points. Yep. So that would be how you would kind of set up your Capital One wallet. Let's move on to Chase. So Chase is a big player in travel hacking world. And we're going to kind of dive in a little bit as to why. Mm-hmm. A big part about Chase, um, it's got great transfer partners. Mm-hmm. So remember... Some of the best in the industry, yes, honestly. Some of the best. And this is, remember, this is the one of the biggest reasons to have these cards so that you can get flexible currency, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of options with Chase. Um, one of the big things to remember about Chase as well is they have a rule about getting five cards in 24 Four. months. I was about to say 28. It's 24 months. I can so see it in your eyes. I know, my eyes. I was like, <laughs> no, that's not right. So um, if you think you might... If you think you're really into this and you want to get some of the best value, definitely look at Chase. Yeah, because if you open up a whole bunch, like you open up the two Capital Ones and then you get like a Marriott card and an American Airlines card because you use both of those a lot, then you only have one more place that you could add a potential Chase card. So, you know, those spots, it seems like a lot, five and 24 months. But if you think about it, it really can go pretty quickly. And we don't want to bog you down and think about this too much. Just know that... Chase offers a lot more cards that you can get. And if you get new cards, you get more intro bonuses. So you want to think about that. If you're going to start with Chase, it's nice to go in there first so you can start building cards across those two-year period. And this does kind of liken back to our very first episode about travel hacking way, way, way back in January of uh, 2023, where we talk about like our easy, medium, and hard type of travel hacking, we mentioned this as well. So if you're kind of like, hmm, this sounds interesting, and you haven't listened to that episode, you might just want to go back and revisit it. So for Chase, if if you're going to think about your main player, what's the first card you're going to get? You want to look at the Sapphire Preferred or the Sapphire Reserve. And the reason you need this card first is because if you don't have this card, you're not going to be able to consolidate your points that you earn on other Chase cards and kind of combine them all so that you can transfer them. Right. All these other Chase cards just become straight cashback cards, which is not the best value. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's just not going to help you out in the long run like these other ones are. So you must have one of the Sapphire cards to be able to pull these points in um, as travel points. So we have the Sapphire Preferred. The Sapphire Reserve is kind of on the same level as the Venture X. So if you're really going to go full into Chase, the Reserve may make sense for you. It doesn't make sense for us because we have the Venture X. We get the benefits. Yeah. 
But if you're going to go full into Chase, that might be a good one. So Sapphire Preferred would be your first one, but it only gets one times the points on everything except dining where it gets three. So that's pretty slow in terms of gaining points. Right, and this is another reason why you're going to want to open up more cards on Chase. Not yeah. just for those intro bonuses, but because you're only getting one times the points on most all purchases. Yeah, so when you feel pretty good about your Sapphire uh, Preferred, you've hit that intro bonus. The second one you'll probably get is the Chase Freedom Unlimited. Again, that would just be a cashback card if you didn't have the sapphire can you tell this is important i'm saying every other word um but this one gets 1.5 percent back on everything so all of a sudden you've given yourself a little faster earning status and that is that chase freedom unlimited so then you feel pretty good about that and you're gonna go for your chase trifecta the chase trifecta that's exactly what everybody strives for and the third card you want to get to fill that out is the chase freedom flex so the Freedom Flex is important because you're going to get five times the points on rotating categories quarterly. Yeah. So it takes a little bit more keeping track of, but the value is so awesome because if you're spending, if you're getting five times the point, you're just accruing those points so much faster. Yeah. And I mean, you can see how this is getting much more complicated, much more quickly. Um, so if you were going to do this kind of thing, you would use your Chase Freedom Unlimited for all your purchases, except dining, where you would use your preferred your or your reserve, depending on which one you had, the Sapphire. And then you'd use that Chase Freedom Flex for whatever rotating category you were in at the moment. So if it was gas, you'd use that for gas. But it, you see, it does take a little more, like, this is when people start labeling their cards in their wallet. I know, it gets a little intense. <laughs> this is when you need to have a spreadsheet or something. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. But, but anyway, that that's the, without going any further, because there's a lot more cards and other things you could do, those are your main players for Chase. Yeah. And then, you know, honestly, Amex and City work very similarly. So Amex, uh, it's big card I'm sure you've heard of, is the Amex Platinum card. I think it's the most expensive card on the market. Uh, we cannot possibly figure out how to make it work for us, but I'm sure it works for some. It, it just depends does. on your spending I habits. I think we already have these higher cost cards that we're getting benefits from. And you know, the, the key to look at that is you may be paying a yearly fee, mm -hmm. but you're pretty much getting that money back in the benefits. Again, though, make sure it's value and not fringe benefits. And if you are like, hmm, how do I calculate that? Link in the Check show notes. Check out the article. <laughs> yeah. So for Amex, you, you know, you're going to get the platinum with gets all the benefits and but you're still going to get one times points on everything except for flights booked with airlines or booked in the portal. Which is pretty cool cuz yeah. nothing else gives you flights booked not in their portal. Right. You know so what you I mean? Can, you any have flight to you're it. booking with Amex, you're getting five times the points. So with if the you're, platinum, yeah. Yeah, with the platinum. So if you're somebody who flies a lot, mm -hmm. I would definitely get this card and go right. to the Amex family. Yeah, you business travelers who book your own travel and get reimbursed is like literal gold. Yep. Um, speaking, speaking of, of gold. gold uh... <laughs> oh, this is my new, this is my new, uh, what do, what do we want to call it? <laughs> shiny card shiny syndrome card a little syndrome. bit. Yes. I, well, I just got a gold Amex, yeah. which I'm very... Actually, it's rose gold. Yeah, I was going to say, can, you better tell it's listen, rose I'll tell gold. Everyone, I picked the rose gold. It's fine. <laughs> it's nice. All right. So the, the gold, the reason you would pair it with the platinum is it gets four times dining groceries. And if you know us, you know we're about to get real good use out of that four times dining. Yeah. And then three times the airfare, so it's not quite as good of on airfare. It's still and nice, though. It is still nice. Better than other cards. It is. And then one times on everything else. So if you pair those together, you're getting five times on your flights, four times on dining, and then one on everything else. But if you're a business traveler, think of how fast you could be accruing those points in your business dinners and oh, your yeah. flights. Real quick. 
Um, also, Points Guy, uh, which I'll also link in the show notes, they value Amex points at two cents per point as opposed to like one or one and a half. So they're saying that they're valuable because of their transfer partners. So right. even though you may be earning them slower, they may be more valuable in the end. All right, so let's move on to our last of the four big players here, City. We haven't done much with City, so we can't give you a lot of personal feedback on it, but a lot of the uh, Points of Mile people love it, so we'll give you what I would pair as the two top cards for them. The first one has to be your City Premier because it's going to be the one that allows you to transfer into travel partners. Right, that's that's like the Chase Sapphire preferred. Right, and you're going to use this for like gas and dining because it has a quicker earning bonus. Um, but it really is one times the points on most things, and that's where the City Rewards Plus would come in. Again, after you've gotten your intro bonus from the premiere and you feel confident in it, um, you could get the City Rewards Plus, which also gets one times the bonus, but very weird kind of earning is that it rounds up to the nearest 10. Yeah, it's kind of a strange one. I don't it think I've seen any one. other one that does that. Yeah, so I literally had to write an example to like even <laughs> give a context to this. So, for example, if you had a $42 haircut and uh, and you use the Premier card, then it would be 42 points because it's one times the point. Right, on one to everything. one. And then if you use the City Rewards, it would be 50 points because now it's rounded to the nearest 10. So... You would use your um, city premiere for those categories like gas and dining where it gets like, uh, I think it's three times the points. And then you'd use your city rewards plus for everything else so that you hope that it keeps rounding up and giving you more than just one times the points. There you go. So, you know, these things are always evolving. Yes. But today for this episode, yeah. where we're at, this is kind of the lay of the land. Yeah. And hopefully it gives you a starting point to think about hmm, which of these four main uh, categories do I want to check out first? Yeah. Which ones make sense for your spending habits today? You don't want to like pre- like guess what they will be later. Really, what makes sense for you today? You can always change things. Do keep in mind some of the credit card rules like the Chase 524 rule or the pers- um, Capital One. You only can have two personal cards. So there are some rules that you should keep in mind but generally speaking pick one of the banks and kind of dive into that very first card um we have an article all about this if you're like a, you know driving and you're like man that's a lot of information yeah, i didn't don't get take, it all don't take notes no we've, no we've taken notes for you yeah so i have a couple of articles in the show notes so i'll do this article that kind of explains what we talked about here and then i'll also put in the article about our own travel wallet which shows you exactly the cards that we use and how we earn points. And of course, that's ever evolving as well as we learn more, as more offers come out and those kinds of things. So we'll update that regularly as we see fit. But for now, you can go check it out and see what we have in our wallets today. Yeah, and if you have any experience with this or other ideas or a question, don't totally reach out and especially check out our Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, link is in the show notes. You know, we've got a lot of people great, you know, joining that and sharing their stories, asking questions. So we'd love to have you. Yeah, absolutely. We actually were just talking about how to get the most sought after first class ticket. And this guy had like some of the best things I've ever heard. I was like, dude, I need you on the podcast. (laughs) You're killing it right now. So definitely go over there if you have any questions or love to share your expertise because we'd love to have you. See you next time. Bye. Did you know that every time you book a Disney or Universal vacation, you're paying for a service that you may not even be using? Really? That's right. Travel agent costs are added to your Disney or Universal vacation whether you use one or not. So you're telling me that I'm paying for something even though I'm not getting the help? You got it. So next time you want to book a theme park vacation, make your money work for you. By booking with Magic Pass Travel, you'll get our expertise and years of experience without paying any extra and while supporting a small business. Check out our show notes to find our contact information. Can't wait to help you plan your next adventure.